Hi everyone, I hope you're all well. So as we all know, June is Pride Month, that 30-day period that comes around once a year in which we see supposedly woke major corporations change their social media avatars to a rainbow color scheme in locations other than China and the Middle East. It's also a month in which to celebrate what is now known as the LGBTQI plus community, at least that's what it was last time I checked, which is done so all month with a series of parades, events, activism, and a steady of social media posts. However, something has popped up this particular Pride Month that is unironically very alarming for the whole concept of Pride, specifically for the LG and B factions, so lesbians, gay men, and bisexuals. Gallup Poll has recently released its annual Values and Beliefs Poll, conducted from May 1st to 24th, which, as the title suggests, is a yearly barometer of how Americans feel about whether certain issues are quote-unquote morally acceptable. These issues include things like birth control, divorce, premarital intercourse, voluntary assisted dying, the taking of one's own life, medical testing on animals, and gay and lesbian relations. Anyway, since 2001, the percentage of people in the USA who believe gay and lesbian relations are morally acceptable has been trending steadily upwards, from just 40% in 2001 to a high of 71% last year. This should indicate that, when it comes to advocates for same-sex relationships, same-sex marriage, and so on, their activism has been really largely effective over the course of the last couple of decades. Gay people have made it clear to the American population that despite certain awful labels attributed to them by actual homophobes, all they really want to do is get married and be left alone to be productive members of society with many attributes other than their sexuality to define them. Bravo, lads and lassies. However, in the last 12 months since the last Gallup Values and Beliefs poll in 2022, something has happened that poses a little bit of a problem for the LGB community specifically. That is, the percentage of Americans who believe same-sex relations is morally acceptable has fallen 7 percentage points to 64%, a fall that Gallup says is statistically significant. So while thankfully that acceptance level is still much higher than it was in the early 2000s, dropping 7 percentage points in one year is possibly not a good sign. So what's driving this fall in acceptance? Well, by the numbers, it's Republicans, according to Gallup. The decline in the percentage of Americans believing gay or lesbian relations are morally acceptable is mainly a result of fewer Republicans holding that view. 41% do so now, down from 56% a year ago. The current figure is the lowest Gallup has measured for Republicans since 2014, 39%. Between 2020 and 2022, majorities of Republicans approved of gay or lesbian relations. Democrats, 79%, and Independents, 73%, continue to be much more likely than Republicans to find gay or lesbian relations morally acceptable. Now, before we go any further, I just need to make a point here. For anyone who might feel tempted to use this polling as leverage to insist that Republicans hate the gays and wish them harm, please don't do that. While to be clear, this is not my view, many Republicans view gay and lesbian relations through the prism of certain branches of Christianity, that is, the belief that same-sex relations are in the category of sinful behavior that people should choose not to engage in. That doesn't mean they hate gay people or wish them harm. Again, this is not my view. My view is that being gay is not a choice and that gay and lesbian relationships are absolutely morally acceptable. 
But please don't conflate Christian social conservatism with rampant homophobia. It's lazy, it's inaccurate, and it doesn't actually advance further acceptance of gay and lesbian relationships, okay? This also doesn't mean I am defending the views of Christian or other religious conservatives, by the way. I really disagree with them. I've made that known many, many times. But I do acknowledge that they have a right to hold those views. In any case, while Gallup pinpoints Republicans as the major cause, there has also been a reasonable drop in acceptance of gay and lesbian relations as morally acceptable among Democrats as well, which in 2022 sat at 85%, but now 12 months later sits at 79%, a drop of 6%. All of which of course begs the question, what could possibly have happened over the last 12 months that has seemingly changed the very positive trajectory of the acceptance of lesbian and gay relations in America? What has sullied the decades worth of successful civil rights and social activism by fearless LGB activists? Hmm, let me think. I'm a board-certified physician, been in practice for 18 years, and I will take care of you. I do gender-affirming care. Anyone who sees this, who knows people in Texas, please share this with them. If you know people in Alabama, please share this with them. Safe Harbor is here. I've got your back. So, and I do do pediatrics. Mulvaney. Day 74 of being a girl. Round of applause for the makeup. And I wore this outfit shopping today. And I thought that these might be my new shopping shorts. But I was walking around and everyone was staring. And I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And they were all staring directly at my crotch. And I went, oh, I forgot that my crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes because mine doesn't look like a little Barbie pocket. And I thought, okay, Dylan, you have some options here. Number one, you can stop wearing clothes that fit like this and, and just find looser fitting items. Number two, I can do a tuck, which is going to have to be a whole other video, but it's very painful and involved of a, or number three, I just normalize it. And I wear clothes like this and we all just normalize women having bulges sometimes because we're coming up on bikini season, baby, and you might see a bulge or two. So normalize the bulge. We are normalizing the bulge. Women can have bulges and that's okay. We're not going to stare at their crotches while they're wearing their little shopping shorts at the mall. Oh, thank you. Love you. Bye. Yep. 
In my opinion, it is not any issue of the proverbial L's, G's and B's that has caused this slide in acceptance. It's the radical uptick in activity from T, Q and onwards activists that has somewhat backfired. Most notably, the fact this seems to be a concerted effort by the Radical Gender Theory Brigade, be that through Drag Queen Story Hour, supposedly family-friendly drag shows, or activist teachers trying to normalize gender fluidity in the classroom to convey these very mature, adult views on gender to children young children. This is a problem for a number of reasons. In the context of classrooms, parental rights, duh. And in the context of everything else, children, as we know, are incredibly malleable by virtue of their being, you know, children. They think they're all sorts of things when they're little, be it a mermaid or a pirate or, or anything else, and can also be convinced of all sorts of things. Namely, if you tell children often enough that a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy and everyone can be anything in between, it is not a stretch to hypothesize that you'll get children who don't actually have any gender dysphoria, either becoming confused about their gender or seeing all the attention and affection taking on another identity generates in that context and jumping in that way. All of which has potentially dire consequences if said children needlessly end up on puberty blockers or go through other quote-unquote gender-affirming care because of the nefarious intentions of a few activist adults. Anyway, this whole thing has evidently perturbed a hell of a lot of people in the past year because according to Gallup, not only is the percentage of people who say gay and lesbian relations are morally acceptable gone down, so has the percentage of people who say it is morally acceptable to change one's gender. In addition, and again according to Gallup, the percentage of Americans who believe trans athletes should only be allowed to play on sports teams that match their birth gender has gone up 7% from 62 to 69. So how does this radical gender activism relate to LGB people? After all, sexuality and gender identity are two totally different things. Well, the problem is that given how complex and highly populated the LGBTQ etc group has become over the last few years, they all get kind of lumped in together in the eyes of the public. And for the record, I am not talking about trans people as a whole here. Most trans people just want to be left the hell alone to get on with their lives, like the rest of us. I'm talking about the proverbial trans activist lobby, which also contains a lot of people who are not actually trans. This is about activists, not trans people. As such, and just in my opinion, I am only, I am only speculating here based on the data and my observations. What's happening now is what I've been saying has been going to happen for a couple of years, which is that radical gender-focused activism is going to take gay and lesbian acceptance and rights backwards, like a guilt by association thing. And as someone who has a musical theatre background and was defending gay people from homophobia back in my teens, back in the early 2000s, before it was cool to do so, I find that really, really upsetting. Like honestly, if there's one thing that me and Dylan Mulvaney have in common, it's this. I live for the gays. I live for the gays. I live for them. I live for the gays. The gays, the gays, the gays. The guys, the gays, the gays make me happy. I don't wanna live for anyone else. Gay, gay, gay. So, my question therefore is, should LGB drop the T onwards? Should there be more distinction between the groups generally, since they all have different interests and experiences and characteristics? British author and political commentator Douglas Murray, who also happens to be a gay man, recently had a few thoughts on the latter. 
lesbians and gay men didn't have very much in common from the outset had totally different demands, totally different interests, and much more. My view, I've said this quite often in recent years, is that the whole of what Dave Chappelle calls the alphabet people car has become a clown car because none of it fits together. The first two letters don't fit together very well. The lesbians and the gays don't have very much in common. Everyone's suspicious of bisexuals. A lot of, a lot of people just don't believe they exist particularly, or at least think that it's, you know, bi now, gay later, as they used to say. Then the trans people come along. They have nothing in common with any of the other people in the grouping, because that's about the mysterious gender unicorn nonsense, where you can suddenly be whatever sex you want to be, depending on how you feel that morning when you get out of bed, which has nothing to do with being gay or being lesbian, which is certainly not a choice because who wants the choice of, certainly for most of history, making their life a bit harder. So the T people come along and help turn it into a total clown car. And then you get the disaster of the thing extending and extending until you get the asexuals uh, thrown in. As I always like to say, there's no bigger difference in nature than that between asexuals and gay men. You get into this two-spirit people, what's that? It's something to do with Native Americans. Okay, what have Native Americans uh, got to do with lesbians in Brighton and London? Nothing at all. In other words, this has just become a great big messy soup of people, mainly in recent years, of people saying, I want a bit of that. He said it, not me. Gay, lesbian and bisexual people have fought so hard for so long to rid themselves of stigma and be accepted by broader society. It is an absolute crying shame that all that work and struggle could be totally eroded by the radical gender lobby, all because they just can't let kids be kids.